0: Sorry,
1: mini mic bump. I apologize.
0: We're gonna get you like a like a dummy proof stand.
1: <clears throat> I mean, it's not the 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 microphone stand; that's the dummy.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat>
1: I can't blame the microphone stand for me being a dipshit.
0: We we could probably get you like a ceiling mounted stand, and you'd still thwank into still it. I still find a
1: way to bump into it. Yeah, I probably walk around and go. Doomf.
0: Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <Good? laughs>
1: Definitely, though. It's not the microphone's fault. But it is what it is, you know? We got a little, a cute little topic this week. Not bad. Agenda. Very Halloween-centric. Mm. You know? Considering it's, yeah. you know, it is the season, right? Well, four more days. Yeah. Still within the season. Ooh, actually, let me add something to the agenda real quick.
0: Live changes. Yeah. You are witnessing firsthand. Well, not really witnessing, but the sloppiness of our, of our podcast. I don't, I
1: don't even know what I'm doing here. Let me just, I'm going to slip that in right there. All right. You ready, Gabe? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> what is going on, guys? Welcome to the Second City Kids podcast, episode number 92. Wow, ninety-two, ninety-two. 92. Yeah. You know what, uh, Maddie, we you were like um, that devil guy from Hercules when he's sipping on the drink while Hades is freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like that. And it's, uh, it's like a Hercules cup, too, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. like the best part of it. Yeah, the whole thing. Thirsty? <laughs> ah, he freaks out. Big explosion. I like it. But yeah, so, yeah, we're back, man. We're back for another week of shenanigans and beauty. Anyway, uh, so, I'm your host, Jacob. And with me today, I have Gabe and Maddie in the corner. Really? I'm going to get you a microphone one of these days, Maddie, just so you could contribute the random things that you contribute. <laughs> Sprinkled in. What Maddie contributes to the show, but yeah, uh, we're back and it is a dark and dreary, cold October afternoon, evening almost, on the south side of Chicago, Illinois. How are you feeling, Gabe?
0: Feeling good, man. Yeah, <laughs> had a long night and a long night full well, of drinking. Well, we'll get into that. So, how, how was your week? Uh, um, my week was pretty mediocre. My th- Thursday though, I had, um, I had to set up point and set up an appointment for blood tests, right? And so I stood up in the afternoon and, you know, the the ritual is you don't eat for 12 hours, right? Which sucks already. Yeah. And so um, the appointment was for at like 6 o'clock and I wasn't about to get up at 6 a.m. to like go eat. Fuck mm-hmm. that. I, I like my sleep. You know, so the last time I ate, was like 10 p.m. the night previous. By the time I got to the doctor and by the time they actually did the blood test, it was like close to like 22 hours of yeah. just not eating. And I drove home and I told Maddie, I was like, Maddie, I need like a box of munchkins or some shit right now. <laughs> and I just downed all this like grilled chicken and rice. And I was
1: like, oh. Extreme, extremely
0: low blood sugar for you that particular day, huh? Yeah, man. We'll just, just low everything, you know, because when you don't eat, it really affects like your mindset yeah. and your work ethic and all that good shit. Just makes you really shitty. Yeah, man. So not fun. But mm-hmm. we made it through. Cool. And how about last night?
1: Because I know you had a, a shebang, a shindig, if you will.
0: Oh, man. Uh, we had a little Halloween party at our buddy Nikki's place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny was there. Oh, was uh, he? Yes. He dressed up as a uh, as a captain of a boat. So Of I, a boat? I, yeah, I thought it was Well, that, cool. that's
1: very vague. It could be like Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump was a captain Did of a boat. He
0: had like the, the, the slacks, the white button-down chain oh, like on a, top, and the and the fucking uh, like a, captain hat. like a Oh, owner, like a yacht. sailor. Yeah. Uh, so
1: when you say captain of a boat, like, like I said, I think Forrest Gump. Or I think Captain Jack Sparrow. I don't necessarily think yacht owner.
0: Uh, they're one and the same. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, yeah they made jungle juice which is really good uh maddie made jello shots hmm. um what else uh david brought this costume right and it was uh it was like a black kind of material morph suit and i had like a skeleton print on it but then it had uh, uh like the boner thing. a schlong yeah I saw, i've seen schlong, i've seen you, those you hit a pump and it inflates it's <laughs> fucking hilarious <laughs> i do like that but yeah man it was good uh shot the shit about movies and stuff Where the fuck is that your favorite movie? It was me all night. Um, Oh, yeah? What were some
1: of the most ridiculous answers that you could think of offhand?
0: Most ridiculous answers was... um, I'm, like, going through it in my head because there's, like, a lot... Me me and Miguel had a really good conversation about movies, and it turns out that he hasn't seen many. (laughs) Um, One of the things that came up was, of course, the Tarantino talk. We always got to have the Tarantino talk. Mm -hmm. And somebody was like, oh, my favorite Tarantino poem is uh, Pulp Fiction. And I was like, why? Uh-huh. and they're like oh it's because just it's so like long and intricate and i was like well by that logic awesome. so yeah well yeah not even all of them but, but i was like my first go-to was like well by that logic k full eight should be number one because yeah. that's the longest Jesus. and most intricate yeah <laughs> it's you know just layers on layers i don't know i just like arguing with people yeah that was my thing uh-huh. so yeah it was good shit interesting interesting shit. all right so my week
1: consisted of work and uh my buddy kev finally Tied the knot with his longtime girlfriend Shannon, and I say longtime, I mean like seventeen years. Uh, yeah, my condolences to uh, yeah. former guitarist Kev, to brother Kev. Yeah, um, yeah, man, it was a beautiful wedding. Uh, you could tell that Kev probably had very little to the like the planning. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll talk about that off air, uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, it was a very beautiful wedding though. It was like at a like country club, real nice. The room was very glitzy. Like I said, not very Kev. You could tell that she probably did the majority of the planning, but Kev is of the mentality if she's happy, I'm happy kind Ke- of thing. Kevin
0: way. would have his wedding at a fucking dive hole bar if, yeah, if, if he, the woman allotted it. Yeah, that's that's
1: true. A lot of people? Yeah, man, it was a it was a decent amount of people. Uh from what the costs were, it was very expensive. So about the appropriate amount of people that I would probably have in that. Would together. you say
0: three, four hundred? Uh, Less, that's a little bit too maybe much.
1: Two. uh like closer to 2 probably. I think there was like 17 tables, 10 people a piece, so, so probably closer 150 200 something yeah. like that. Uh but very nice. The food was fucking phenomenal. Uh everything was good. Uh DJ was eh. but other than that, it, you know, it was a beautiful wedding. So
0: Very cool. Did you see uh our boy Bobby Ripcheck? I did.
1: He was uh, one of the guys that stood up.
0: Oh, one of the groomsmen? Yeah, what uh very cool.
1: Adam was one of them as well, obviously. Um, and then your boy over here didn't even get an invite. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, mean, I, I, I kind of I had to threaten Kevin to get me one, too. So, <laughs> I mean, there, like I said, there was like 17 tables and we were like table 12. So, that shows how how close to the cut.
0: I made, I made it. <laughs> hey, man, no worries. That's Adam's boy, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But, uh, yeah, man. So, congrats, buddy. You know, it's funny because like um, – some of like the people I used to keep up back back in the day, they'd be like, "Oh, whatever happened to your band?" And I was like, "Well, everybody got married and popped out little fuckers and stuff." And you know, I'm over here like, <laughs> <laughs> "Let me play a third You were the only
1: 80. non-married member of the final roster, for better for worse. Yeah, that's
0: wow. uh, that's wow. true. That's that's crazy. Because uh, even if you count Tim, he's been married, right? Yeah, he was married before. And he's, a, he's popping out number three right now.
1: No, he's done with two. Oh, he's two. done with two. Yeah, two's do done.
0: That. But yeah, man, that's that's uh, wild. Yeah, and it. uh I, you and I are definitely the closest in age because Adam's 28 27 Adam's 30 oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and kev's probably
1: 30 as well yeah, right well yeah. oh, I think he's he's older than Adam so by like yeah. a year or two yeah yeah
0: you know when like when you're watching a movie and you could just like see the foreshadowing like it's so thick you could like cut it with a knife Mm-hmm yeah i'm next aren't right. I? <laughs> yeah i mean
1: by by math yeah because you're the last one so by you know <laughs> yeah, assuming, by default i have to be lost. yeah unless somebody gets divorced and married again <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm yanking this band from the old guys and I'm, I'm i'm relighting it we're rekindling for better for worse go for it
1: shoot your best <laughs> shot man but yeah uh so yeah, other than that congrats buddy and i'm happy for you if you're happy i'm happy kind of a deal Good you know stuff man
0: i'm glad uh because um, when you say it was a nice wedding you know that's believable I, a lot of people are like oh yeah it was a nice wedding and like it's like mm, did you mean it or did you like it well yeah yeah
1: um, I would definitely judge if it wasn't <laughs> 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 no my friends are not immune to that so but it is what it is so moving on uh, I know you got number th- number one thing
0: on the agenda but this so um this is kind of a weird one yeah because yeah yeah kind of. I wouldn't say either of us are like heavily into this series, but we've both both seen kind of some of most of them, maybe. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, and so LeBron James <laughs> wants to rekindle the Friday the Thirteenth series. Yes. Uh, first of all, by all means, go for it. It probably needs a good reboot. You have the money to do it, yep. and you could hire the proper people. I don't know how big he is on this. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I, it's one of those things that kind of came out of left field. Yeah, I feel like Kevin Smith would have probably been up there for me um i feel like a lot of like the og like guys in the horror scene would have been on that i would have so definitely put like Wes craven on there Wes craven's dead yeah but, well <laughs> he's not really dead he's still in our dreams but like you know what i'm saying i feel like a lot of the guys that are tied to the old horror scene would have been like give me this we can make it better hmm.
1: You know? Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I thought I was. I saw he was like, is like
1: an executive producer kind of a fashion, which I think is weird because I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about Lebron. I think he's highly overrated, but that's just me. Uh, but I don't know much about him personally, and I did He didn't really strike me as the horror movie fan or fanatic. I hey
0: mean, I guess you don't know until you know, right? Yeah, that's true. So, but, but uh, go for it.
1: Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting because I saw that at Cinema Blend. I'm like,
0: that's interesting. Yeah. Um, you I, know, the, I, I think what would have been a better. Route would have been to just have Jason Voorhees as like a point guard in the Space Jam sequel. But Ooh, <laughs> now you're thinking. Now I'm thinking, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. By all means, go for it. I'm mm-hmm. not. I, I don't feel, really feel strongly one way or the other because this is, like I said, a series. This is a series that needs a reboot. This is my least favorite series of all of the horror slasher the, icons. When when the best movie in the series is a monster versus fight, I it kind of says something.
1: Yeah, oh, you're
0: right. Because I I would argue that nightmare on elm street one is yeah is definitely better than freddie versus jason
1: yeah but that's and like the only one i would i would give that
0: i would maybe sprinkle three in there j- j- well bits and pieces of it. Mm. as a whole i had fun with freddie versus jason yeah. but undeniably the best friday the 13th film is not a friday the 13th film yeah no i agree with that and I, um mm-hmm. they, they had a good dynamic but moving forward what what is next uh sabrina have you, you seen it
1: i saw the first episode Okay. OK, Uh, right before this aired, after the before the football game started, me and Adrian are like, well, I want to get one in. So I have something to comment about on the, on the podcast. Right. Cool. So uh, this is not your mama, Sabrina.
0: Yeah, I, I think we figured that.
1: Yeah. Uh, this is very dark, very Satan. Like they did not pull the punches on the Satan at all. You would think maybe it would be a little bit more, a little bit. Uh, what's the word for? Her? Uh, they would paint with sort of a broader brush, like kind of vague, vaguely describe Satan. No, they are, they are into Satan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Salem doesn't talk, at least thus far. So, spoiler alert: Satan doesn't talk. Salem doesn't talk. I'm sorry. Um, so if you're looking forward to that, he he doesn't yet. But it's actually kind of a weird way how they introduced him. Uh, it's very it's very well shot it looks beautiful uh i'll give them credit for that uh they have a good job they do a good job of kind of setting the ambiance of the world this is not like i said not old school sabrina this is not everyday kind of life this is something they live off in the woods and they're a little bit different uh, but sabrina's kind of happy-go-lucky for the most part still kind of fits that kind of mold and she has a choice to make she either goes down this darker world or she stays with us the mortals and uh that's kind of the setup so far and Do, uh,
0: zelda and hilda make a comeback
1: they are there yes uh zelda's a little bit more dark uh hilda's kind of in the same kind of vein she's kind of the funny comic relief uh but hilda, uh, Zelda's kind of she's in it she's in it you Very know what i
0: mean cool. um, and the episodes are long because i took a look at the list and they're like an hour apiece yes. and there's what 10 or 12 of them yeah so you that's a good chunk of time you gotta kind of commit yeah uh it's very like very old school horror, and
1: I like it like it about that. So, um, like I said, one episode in, I don't have a big frame of reference as regards to like story arcs and stuff. But it, the first episode definitely does have a hook, and it keeps me interested. And I will have more to talk about as the weeks go on. Um, there's one complaint I do have. They have they tend to have like this kind of fisheye haze kind of go- thing going on for some of the shots. It kind of irritates me a little bit. It's very noticeable. It's very disorienting. And I guess that was kind of the point. Maybe that. Yeah, I was going to say maybe that was the, the choice. Yeah, that was kind of the point. But um, it just, I don't know.
0: It, it's, it kind of pulls me out of the moment because I'm like, that's really annoying. Gotcha. So, well, uh, we're one episode in. Well, you're one episode in. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side, me and my girlfriend have been watching Throwback Sabrina. Um, quick things about uh, the series. This is something we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you know, we touched upon it. Aside from Salem and Mr. Pool, uh, which is the science teacher, that dude is way too fucking sassy for me. Uh Holy shit. (laughs) But uh, aside from those two characters, I feel like everybody else is just kind of like
1: meh. Cookie cutter of the era. Um,
0: I find Hilda to be super annoying. I think she serves like no real purpose, especially, well, maybe she has a bigger role in the redux of Sabrina, but like everybody was comic relief back then. Yeah. You know, uh, what's his face? What's the guy's name? uh yeah Harvey Harvey's goofy her friends are goofy um I like Zelda I, I think she's a great character and I love uh Beth uh what's her name uh Beth yeah Beth Broderick. Broderick there we go um oh, this is the old Zelda right and I just think that aside from kind of Salem like Salem and Mr. Pool really do make the series for me because uh-huh. uh Sabrina's just kind of like you know ditzy lightheaded was just the point happy-go-lucky I wouldn't say ditzy yeah I'd say ditzy okay um <laughs> But, yeah, that, that's, you know, kind of going into it, kind of turning a corner in season one. And there's, like, eight seasons, holy shit, of, like, 24 episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a long series. <laughs> it's as yeah. long as shit. So, um, yeah, man, this is kind of on the flip side yeah. where we're coming from. But, uh, yeah, man, it's on Hulu. I so would recommend out. it. You check out the new, new Sabrina.
1: Sabrina. I would recommend the new Sabrina. It looks very interesting. I already got it on my list. <laughs> yeah. And um, they, they seem to deliver on the, the Satan promise that we got. Yeah. <laughs> um, very, very cool, very spare. very intriguing, but yeah. So that was my my quick uh, first impressions of Sabrina, and I uh, will let you know as time goes on. Also, uh, you talked about this on a previous episode, but the '90s. All right, uh, it was also like a documentary. What what is it? It was about? a docu series. Yeah, it's a docu series about the '90s. Each episode covers a different branch of whatever was going on during the time. I got through all of it. I fucking loved it. Uh, I think we need more on every other decade. I think we have. We have everything from the '60s to the '90s. Yeah, awesome. I'm gonna have to check those out.
0: I uh, we we plowed through the movies and music episodes pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and then the next one was like all politics. And it was kind of heavy, so we had to you know yeah. kind of back off. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but I think it's a really well done series. Yep, lots of uh, like I said, like Lance Bass makes an appearance. He does. I was, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like from the source. Mm-hmm. This is from the the milk from the teat, bro. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, Tom Hanks was executive produced all of this. Yeah, yeah, very no. very cool. It was uh, I thought I thought it was very well done, and that's yep. you know like a third of the way in yeah i'm already like very well impressed by it
1: and um because i know you were like oh the politics got kind of heavy i find old politics interesting mm-hmm. uh politics gone by new shit i don't give a fuck about but stuff that's gone by i always find very interesting uh i like world war Two stuff i think that's fun but uh cold war shit is very interesting because it was a war that wasn't fought you know what i mean yeah it was a big dick fight yeah so uh, i enjoyed a lot of that stuff uh the politics stuff was very interesting and kind of how like uh you know, Bush, how he was perceived, and how in retrospect he's maybe was better than what we thought. Absolutely.
0: Um, well, so. uh, check out the other ones because, like I said, they got like the 90s, 80s, 70s, and I want yeah. to say the 60s too. Yeah. And I feel like the 90s was kind of the one that got me hooked because, like, we we didn't necessarily grow up in the the middle of the pit. We kind of grew up on like the edge of the pit. Mm-hmm. So we still caught a lot of all this stuff, you yeah. know? It was kind of nice seeing it. Uh, what I wish, what I want
1: them to do is I want them to kind of include or have a new episode just based on kind of the fads
0: of the time like
1: mm-hmm. beanie babies and furbies and well
0: you know i'm sure they could do one of like the early 2000s now yeah from like 2000 to 2010
1: yeah um i think it's interesting i think but these things are better looked through like longer lenses because sure if you think if we were to cover stuff that would have that just happened people would still have their like opinions kinda. you mean just happened a decade ago yeah. almost a decade ago. well that's true <laughs> but it was kind of people would still have what they like opinions. Nostalgia put, glasses yeah. and stuff on. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was very well done. And I thank you for putting me on that because I wouldn't have even given a second look. Had you. Not and,
0: and you it. know what? I thought the episodes were very... Um, uh, you didn't feel the time on them. Mm-hmm. You like oh, watch yeah. them and you're like, wow, oh shit, that's over.
1: Yep. Uh, I found the, whip, the, the 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 terrorist one because they talk about Waco. They talk about Columbine. Mm-hmm. St- that stuff was very interesting. Uh, so if you haven't gone through it, I recommend you finish it because it's very good. Good copy. Uh uh-huh. Moving on. So... Speaking of franchises that don't need a reboot, the grudge, which is not even fifteen years old at this point, right? It's not even that.
0: Well, the OG grunge oh, yeah. Junji Ito is much older. Yeah, but yeah. uh the Americanized version, the bastardized version, yeah, it's not, I, this is another thing that doesn't need a reboot mm-hmm. or a remake. Um honestly, if you were to tell me that Killer Clowns from Outer Space is getting a reboot, I'd be more excited for that. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the grunge. Yeah. Or the ring or yeah. oh wait, that's probably on the docket too. They already did it. Oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah. Completely right. Um, like Jigsaw, I haven't seen it, and I think that says a lot because I love the Saw films. I kind of, you know, that like body horror. I enjoyed it, <laughs> and like I feel like Hollywood right now is in a state, and this is gonna be a topic I'm gonna bring up next week. But um, they're milking the shit out of the nostalgia, uh-huh. and we're gonna we're gonna bash at Hollywood next week. Uh huh. Oh, are we? But yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, man, I, I feel like they're, like, flipping through the list. Like, fuck, what can we do what's next? What's next? Yeah, what's and next? And Pumpkinhead is probably on there somewhere. When you rewatch Pumpkinhead, the movie did not age well. Mm-hmm. It's probably, a, you know, going to be a good time to redo it. Yeah. Fun fact, the dude who designed the costume for Pumpkinhead also did the Aliens costumes. And so that's why they look so similar. Okay. And uh, Pumpkinhead's a stupid name, my girlfriend thinks. Because he's oh. not a pumpkin. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> well, it.
1: then, the headless horseman from Sleepy Hollow would technically be a pumpkin head.
0: Sure, yeah. I mean the 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 thing's name is like the spirit of vengeance or some shit, but you know, pumpkin heads just more family. Thought that was I
1: never mind. Not gonna get into that. Yeah, but. it's
0: a it's a cloudy series. Rewatched it because you know I had like fond memories of it and just didn't age well. Yeah, whatsoever.
1: Mm-hmm. But do you still like enjoy it
0: passively? Yeah. Um, this is probably something I could wait a couple more years to like a rewatch. Which I did. It that's fair. Of, it was a movie that always came on Guli, you know? And You were it was, big on Guli. I, I grew up on Guli, man. If you lived in, like, the suburbs, or you, I would say even the fucking city, like, Saturday nights, bro, you, you turn that shit on, 10 p.m., you get a horror movie, you get some poor sap getting rubber chickens thrown at him, like, that's entertainment. <laughs> that's fucking entertainment. Yeah. But yeah, man, you know, it was just one of those things.
1: You know, Guli isn't the original Guli. He is son of Guli.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, because he... He would always mention that he's like, I am the son of Sven Yeah, he's he's probably got a son now too. He's fucking old.
1: Yeah, he's old as shit. He's had like three different heart surgeries and shit. Holy shit! Yeah, I looked into him recently because I'm like, where? I'm like, how did this become a thing? Because I get, I go down the rabbit hole sometimes. Yeah, and I look into it, and yeah, that's very very. So
0: Sven nice is still a thing or no? Or the the original Sven like the show? No, yeah, it's still going on. Very it's still cool. going on. Uh, he's more of like
1: a um like a local appearance kind of a guy now. But um, you know, I think the show still runs and stuff.
0: Gotcha. Got to love that painted goatee, that perfect triangle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's uh, good stuff. But yeah, so we don't need a reboot. And keep your reboots, goddamn it. Yeah, and uh, moving on. All right, so uh, the script, the original script for the new Halloween uh, leaked, and the alternate, and they have an ending that was actually they shot because there was footage of this it um, wouldn't in the trailer, but obviously they didn't end up going the route. Um so spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Halloween yet, I mean it's the second weekend. If you haven't seen it yet, that's on you. Um so, you know, we know the ending where the whole fire happened, right? The the original ending was the house wasn't supposed to catch fire at all and it was supposed to be a straight up knife fight between Michael and Laurie. Oof. Yeah, like like in in the, the front yard, they were gonna have a fucking knife fight. And Michael was gonna get the better of Lori They didn't say kill her, but it was implied. Uh, and her the, the daughter was supposed to shoot him with that crossbow that we saw. She was supposed to like snipe Michael, and we were supposed to see him like die, like he was having difficulty breathing. He was on like on his knees, like dying, and they drove off into the sunset or whatever, so to speak. So a little less dramatic, obviously, because the ending we have was like uber dramatic.
0: Um, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting, and I wanted to bring it up because yeah. yeah, maybe we'll see it on like the uh, when it drops on physical yeah medium, and uh, I'm excited to see that. I uh, I'm not too sure how I quite feel about that ending quite yet. Yeah, because I feel like it's a good resolution to both their stories to kind of cap it off. Mm-hmm. And you know, one kills it, it, it's one of those things where uh, like like Potter and Voldemort like one can't live without the other. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I I think that's cool in a sense. But you're definitely right. I don't I don't think it would have been as good of an ending.
1: Yeah, not as dramatic,
0: not as satisfying,
1: maybe yeah I'd agree with that well, even what we talked about it last week even the ending that they they shot and put into the movie was kind of like boom boom, movie's over so I mean i I don't think it would have changed like as far as the the pacing of the movie I don't think it would change very much as as long as they make that knife fight fucking awesome you know what I mean
0: yeah man maybe we'll see yeah. um it'll be something that maybe we should watch with the alternative ending see how we feel about it yeah because I'm sure it's gonna depend on a lot of the the weight of their movement and the way it's shot yeah. and the, I mean you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like I said it was shot though cuz they did have scenes from in the trailer of them fighting on a front lawn with a knife. So, uh yeah, so that wasn't in there. They they just opted with the other ending, but I just thought it was interesting and I wanted to bring it up. Uh do you ever come across a alternative ending for a movie that you thought was better?
0: Well, we watched all the alternative endings for uh, the Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. Some of those were genuinely fucking creepy. Yeah, those were terrifying. And like most of them were just repositionings of some of the characters. Yeah. And uh, which, uh, which one was the one that, that got us the most? There was one that all of us... Where collect- he was hanging, right? Where, where he was just floating? Yeah. I think where, that was the one. Where we were all collectively like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, nice and spooky. Yeah, uh,
1: that was one. Uh, there were some shitty alternate endings that I remember from like, um, like the new Halloweens and stuff. They were just like that wasn't satisfying at all. Um, what other one that could think of off the top of my head? The Evil Dead one was fucking hysterical. Not the Evil whoa, whoa, Dead. Which one? No, The Army of Darkness, I'm sorry, which is okay. e- Evil Dead three. That one was fucking hysterical because you-
0: my boomstick.
1: Well, yeah, that, but uh the alternate ending where he like he goes too far
0: or something like that. Where he goes, Yeah, it was that was fucking funny. It was really funny. But uh Yeah, yeah movies off the top of my head, I don't think they're doing like the the alternative editing stuff as popular as it was in like the late nineties anymore. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that being said Like the alien In Mortal Kombat The, the endings are fucking great uh-huh. I guess you could count that Maybe not really yeah. But uh Yeah I don't got anything Off the top of my head Because I don't like movies That are like you, you choose. choose your ending Choose your ending Motherfucker I'd read one of those Adventure novels I don't know that Hey shit. those are fun I'll get mad at those. Goosebumps had those. I'm I'm not mad at adventure novels. I'm I'm mad at the movies. (laughs) It's like when at the end of Shrek 2 they had the American Idol thing and, like, you know, you got to pick. And then if you pick somebody shitty, Simon Cowell will be like, wrong, it's me. No, you don't remember that? No, I don't. Moving on, uh, talk to me about Robert England. So, Robert England, speaking of spooky
1: guys making a comeback, Robert England says he is totally down to do Freddy one last time.
0: Mm, Did he run out of Coke money? Uh, Perhaps. (laughs) <laughs> Perhaps. Well, he said one last time. Is that that's that that that's was the his, vernacular. That was his yeah, his phrasing of it. Because
1: I guess he just did a like an appearing of on the Goldbergs or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But uh, apparently he just did that, so he got the makeup on and all that good stuff.
0: Well, who's gonna direct this new movie? Is well, the question.
1: Well, all he said is the that he
0: spirit was, of Wes Craven. Well, Wes Craven
1: hasn't been involved since the first one, and then again at New Nightmare, but. Otherwise, he washed his hands of the whole entire situation. I was actually thinking; I think the only franchise he saw through to the end was Scream. Copy that. I think he was involved in all of those. I'm pretty oh. sure, one way or another. Yeah,
0: maybe we need a a better interpretation or a different interpretation of the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, because we've kind of grown accustomed to the formula. Yeah. So we'll see. Definitely. Uh, did you watch the? You, I know you. I'm sure you watched the remake. Did you watch the remake? It was all right. Yeah. I did not think it was great. I don't think it was bad either, though. Yeah, It was just kind of walking that middle line that I hate so much. Yeah, well, yeah. you
1: can't have an opinion either way. You're just wasting your time. I, um,
0: <laughs> I, I feel like people tried to put love and care into it, but the studio just kind of held it back. Okay, I, I feel like that was a big issue because the studio had their vision, and then writers, directors, producers, execs had their vision. Well, I'm sure that the producers or the
1: people making the or who are funding the film had ideas of franchise sequels
0: yeah man you you can't uh lightning in a bottle is a very rare occurrence Mm -hmm. and halloween did it twice not very many horror series can do that
1: yeah that's true because
0: like the reason why like so many
1: jason or friday the 13th movies existed because the bar was set so low so it's like you know i'm sure it was like it got it got as bad as manhattan manhattan was pretty bad and it wasn't
0: even in Manhattan. It was on a boat. It was on a boat for like <laughs> yeah, like
1: like seventy five like percent of it because I guess the, the the budget didn't allow them to do some of the things that they had in mind. Obviously, because New York is very expensive to shoot. And uh, Jason X was pretty fucking bad too. Uh, there's some stinkers. Cool concept that in ah! bad execution. Ah, there was literally the story behind Jason X is the the dude. He's frozen in the. Well, no, I'm saying like the like behind the scenes is like it literally it was the first idea that they pitched and like run with it like they didn't put any thought into it they're like oh jason's fucking go sure approved go make it (laughs) uh but hey man we shit on the things that we love but yeah it is what it is man but yeah so robert england possibly returning soonish maybe we don't know
0: we gotta we gotta
1: utilize him (laughs) yeah before he goes before he goes and hunts our dreams (laughs) dreams oh <laughs> moving on so guillermo del toro <clears throat> has announced his newest project which is a stop motion pinocchio i hope it's creepy i hope it's creepy as fuck because that's told that whole story is ter- yep, terrifying absolutely. do you ever see the the live action with Tyler, uh jonathan taylor thomas no that i think is fucking creepy it's good stuff though i mean the pinocchio story is just
0: eerie i it. have faith in del toro however i have beef with some of his more recent films yeah shapes of water or whatever the fuck shape is. of water crimson peaks oh um, yeah How was that now, how, how do you direct, like, Pen's Labyrinth? Like, such a Oof. beautiful piece, and then so go good. into... Ma- Mama was pretty good, right?
1: I heard Mama was pretty good. I didn't see it, but I heard it was pretty good. I have not seen Mama. Yeah, I heard so, it was supposed to be pretty
0: good. Yeah, man, I just got a little bit of, a little bit of beef. Like, I know he has the potential, but it's just, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. like hmm uh, Like, you're trying to beat your mile time, but you, you only come so close. And then the next time you run it, you're like a minute off, and you're like, what the fuck? I don't It's understand. like when you're having a really good game in Siege, and then okay, you play another you one, and you're like, what the fuck? Now you're my potato my heart, you know? Yeah. yeah makes sense? You yeah, feel me? That's yeah. kind of what I feel about Crimson Peaks and uh Shape of Water. Mm. Well,
1: I know a lot of people really like that
0: movie. <laughs> well, a lot of people are really wrong. <laughs> yes, this is true. This is America. I uh it is Yeah, okay we'll, we'll argue about that movie. Come at me if your favorite movie is The Shape of Water. I I uh, never seen it. You fish stick.
1: I think Adriana was all confused by it too, but It is what it is, man. But yeah, so I thought it was interesting. Uh, Stop motion is not something that we see very often
0: anymore. I think the last stop motion film I saw was Cuba and the Two Strings. That was really well done. Mm -hmm. Uh, Story was a bit undercooked. Yeah. But I do enjoy the kind of abstract forms of the animation genre. So stop motion will be cool. And I think it's a good, I think it's suitable for Pinocchio. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it'll be really good, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah so
1: I, i'm fond of it i think it might be a great idea yeah
0: man give, give me that dark twist yeah just have del toro remake all the disney films as to what they actually were
1: have you ever seen the like the horror movie pinocchios no you've never seen those no was they had those they had the horror pinocchio that that was like stop motion and then they had the the horror santa claus movies where like fucking rudolph was the killer you never seen these things i think i've seen the rudolph one yeah those are terrifying I he, he's movie. like merry christmas santa or whatever Some some dark shit the, well, yeah. Okay. I, I think I've definitely seen that. Those, reboot. these are the things that my dad used to introduce to us at late at night when we were bored. Is it
0: anything like the Leprechaun movies? Like speaking about Leprechaun, we need a reboot. No. <laughs> oh, no. I
1: mean, once you go to the hood, I don't think it's coming. There's no going back. Once you go back there, you they never coming back, bro. Anyway, let's talk some gaming. Yep. <clears throat> so we had a couple of things. I'm sick of it. Uh, we've talked about this at length before. But every fu- dude, you go on GameStop. You ever been at GameStop? I went yesterday. You realize how much fucking Fortnite bullshit is on this fucking website. It is disgusting. Cause I wanted to read about Red Dead Redemption because I haven't got it. I didn't got. I didn't, I didn't buy it. But I wanted to read up on it. I wanted to see some gameplay because I, you know, it's supposed to be like amazing, right? It's, you know, getting all these awards and high ratings and stuff. So I'm like, let me read up on it. But let's fucking talk about Fortnite and how it's fucking one dimensional gameplay. And let's just keep on going over and over and over. I feel like I'm fucking it's Groundhog's Day with this bullshit. Same fucking articles. It's just different skins that they're throwing in. Oh, look at the fucking uh, special event that we're having that's going to last two weeks and it's going to be no different. Well, they just dropped a
0: skin that looks exactly like Genji's skin from Overwatch. Oh, yeah? So they're kind of, you know, running out of ideas. Yeah. But uh, that being said, I have a little tidbit. Uh, My nephew is over right now because my sister and her husband were at some Halloween party last night. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he could crash at my place. That's fine. And he's eight, nine, nine, nine years old, right? So he's in the middle of the Fortnite buzz, right? Uh-huh. And so I was like, hey, just you know, remember your uh, your PS4 sign-in, so you because I don't have uh, PS Plus or Fortnite or any of that, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah, just remember it, so you know, you could log on and blah blah blah. He's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. so he ended up bringing over his Xbox One, and uh, which is fine, I get it, you know, whatever sort of stuff. And he totally forgot his controller, and so <laughs> my sister texted me, she's like. Hey, uh, buy him a new one. I'll pay you back tomorrow. I was like, wow, he really needs to play Fortnite, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man,
1: I'm sick of this shit. Like, it doesn't. I don't feel like I feel like it doesn't deserve it. I really don't. Like when Minecraft came, when that hype was big. I felt like it deserved it because Minecraft was a very interesting concept. It was. I I dove a lot of hours into
0: it. Honestly, and I'm sure it's exactly what the Counter Strike guys said about Call of Duty Four. Uh, I'm sure it's that old guy mentality that we got going on. Well, that's not...
1: Uh, I don't know. Because there's some gaming trends that I understand. This one's not one of them. Like, I understand why Battle Royale is so popular. I get it. That's a great idea. Duh. But why is Fortnite the fucking face of that right now? I don't get it. Because it's free to play. I mean, so is fucking H1Z1 right now. So. Yeah, but they don't want realism. Hmm. Little kids don't want realism. You yeah, me? they want to fucking dab... God damn it. What Moving happened to on. that? What happened to the dab? Why did it die? I like the
0: dab. Moving on to a bit more serious topic. I'm sorry. Have you played the Siege Halloween event? I just popped it Popped it in.
1: I just opened up my free uh, pack. What'd I got the body scarecrow part for Vigil. Oh, that's the only thing I don't have. Yeah, I got really excited because I'm like, oh, it's Vigil. And I'm like, ah, it's just the fucking body. But... Um, Man, some of that shit's fucking spooky, man. Yeah, man. The,
0: uh, the white marrow weapon skin for... The, the bone marrow, belt. yeah. That, That's phenomenal skin.
1: Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable.
0: Um, <laughs> I got all the thermite stuff. Yeah, um, that, that thing. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> He's Yeah, he burned off his eyelids. <laughs> so good. I love it. Uh, what else? The universal skin, the ectoplasm is really cool. Yep. I like that, the purple with the green goop on it. Uh, I hate the event. I, I hate it so much. I don't get it. It's so because you only got five operators on each side. Uh, and, you know, first and foremost, if you don't have all the operators, then you're going to be stuck with either Ash or Thermite yeah. or Recruit if somebody hops on the other two. Mm-hmm. And and then my 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 other big issue is I hate the fog. The fog, the fog is, is very, yeah. so bad. They'll, they'll be spotting me on cams and I can't even see the fucking yeah. cam. If, if you're
1: if they're taking garage and mm-hmm. they're out there and you're inside the garage, you can't see them at all. Yeah, it's bad. And, and that's just me playing one literally one round of that. I'm like, I can't see him. Even if I, even if my aim was good, which it's not, it's got it's fucking trash. Because I haven't played it in a while, I'm like, I can't see them. How am I supposed to kill these fuckers if I can't see them? That's number one. Number two, they got a little lazy with the effect. If they're gonna go with the effect, they need to go all in. Because if you put up a valve cam, the fog doesn't exist at all in the cam. And I understand, like uh,
0: the logistics of well, that. Well, on the regular cams, the fog doesn't exist either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: So you have to, like you have to go all in on this thing if you're gonna do it. That's just my, my opinion. But uh, the skins are fucking phenomenal. All get skin- your packs and get out. <laughs> yeah, all, all the skins look great. I really want that Valk skin. It's really disturbing. The mm-hmm. bone marrow thing is fucking fantastic. Uh, even like um, like Vigil's face is kind of unsettling. Just how it's kind of smiling at you. I don't like it.
0: Oh, the the stitching of the mask? Yeah, it's that's a, great. It's a little unsettling.
1: But it's it looks good. The stuff looks good. Uh, it's better than the fucking summer, <laughs> summer packs that we got with the duckies and tikis and... Oh, that shit.
0: I like my ducky charm. Do you? <laughs> yes. I quite enjoy how about, it. How about the flip-flop? Did you get the flip-flop charm? Uh, I think on console, not on PC. Yeah. So, I saw somebody playing with a cheese stick charm the other day. It's pretty what? cool. Yeah, it was like a, like a mozzarella cheese stick. Get the fuck out of no, here. I'm, I'm being serious. I thought it was a french fry at first because I saw the yellow, but then it was like, it was like, uh, it looked like it was mozzarella and like, and like cheddar in one cheese stick. I was like, wow, that's actually a really cool, I uh, mean, give me a one of really those. Really cool charm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I not have to give me one, but yeah. So that's my opinion. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't like the map. I like the 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 flavoring of it, like the random jackaliners and the gargoyle and stuff like that. But the fog
0: is just so disorienting and annoying. It could have been done better. Yeah, definitely. And they shouldn't have narrowed it down to like five operators. Ten would have been acceptable. I think ten would have been really good. Like, the, where's where's glass in this situation? You have fog. You have glass.
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. My thing is like, why didn't Cav get a skin? She's kind of spooky. She's because she's spooky off the bat. Yeah, I know. She but. spookified non Ubisoft spookified non spooky operators. They just brought it up to speed with Kev, I guess. That's what they did. That's true. I mean, what are you gonna do to Kev? Give her like a mall face paint?
1: Yeah. She already got a skull face paint, I guess that kinda makes, you know? makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right about that.
0: Uh, I think Kev should get a mask. Yeah. That's the only thing she doesn't have, I guess, right?
1: No, because she has the Luchador mask. So that's oh even, yeah, she does. Wow. Yeah. That's not even that's not even fair. She got all the good stuff, I feel like. She had that like that um, what the fuck like that funeral veil thing
0: oh yeah she had that too didn't she i thought
1: that was kind of cool but yeah man
0: let's talk some music let's talk some music so i put this thing on here did you come up with your set list
1: i have an idea i haven't come up with a full-blown
0: set list okay i have i have a full-blown set list so what we're gonna start doing is we're gonna kind of go through bands um and we're gonna create a 10 song set list um does it have to be
1: like in set list order or can it just be just i have
0: mine in set list order okay so go ahead and go with
1: yours. I can probably come up with them real quick.
0: Sure. So we're going to open up with Nihilist. I think this is such a, such a good, like, a 110% song to come out swinging with. And that is a prime example of how to start an album. You know, okay. All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, uh, Naysayer. Phenomenal track. Uh, then we get into some of the throwback stuff. I put Alpha Omega on there. I think it is a great track. And then sprinkling some Hereafter, because, you know, they got to play the new stuff. Mm-hmm. After Hereafter, they're going to have the... The, the kind of slow moment, the lull, with uh, Memento Mori. That mm-hmm. whole, uh, like, instrumental. Yeah, where in yeah, he talks. Advances. Yeah. Uh, and then that's going to go into... Oh, I'm sorry, I fucked this up. It was a match uh, yeah a match made in heaven and then Memento Mori. Those okay. things are going to go there. <clears throat> uh, the Devil Is Near after that. Day in, day out, real beggars, close out with Doomsday. Okay. And that's my set list. All right, so... So, actually, I'm going to kick it up a
1: God damn it! I'm gonna kick it a little bit more old school with the opening. I'm gonna go early grave uh, as the opening track, Ooh. a little bit faster, a little bit older, but it's a good opening track. And I actually, when I saw them for the very first time, they opened up with that, and that was just fucking, shit got crazy. But yeah, so that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna open up with that. Next up, I'm gonna do um, what's the name that fucking song, Grave Digger. You didn't put Grave Digger on there. Grave Digger is a great track. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't put that on there. Uh, grave Digger and Naysayer back to back because they go really well together, especially when one finishes off the other. Uh, Gone with the wind, match made in heaven uh i'll put um, alpha and omega on there as well what am i at six seven that's six that's six uh I'll put doomsday here uh that's seven let me think hold on cancer eight broken cross and uh closing out with follow the water so no new songs eh. doomsday <laughs> doomsday copy that i like the new songs but they don't they wouldn't if i had to pick the 10 they wouldn't pick the other than doomsday it wouldn't pick i wouldn't fit
0: Gotcha. I tried to keep mine kind of balanced. Go yeah, do it. I'm a little like bit more old, old school. I, I like
1: that. That old. Nothing wrong with that. I like that old shit. And I, I like follow the water because that singing part at the end of the song. I like it. I think it's yeah, a good, it's a good way track. It's yeah, a good track. I like it. So, but I like the idea, Gabe. I think it's a good one. Yeah,
0: way. man. Uh, you could pick the band next week. I'll do that. Just do uh, that. you know, kind of a band that we both know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Slipknot. Yeah, uh, they got an album coming out. They do. Uh, 2019 summer 2019 is what they're aiming for, and a world tour that they said and that, a world tour. Yep. And they're headlining the Iowa State Fair. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um that being said, talk to me. Why why'd you put this topic on here?
1: I just thought it was interesting because um I feel like after every subsequent slipknot release, I feel like each one the following one is in question. You know what I mean? We don't know when the end is here, when the end is gonna come for them. Uh, because they're not gonna go forever. I, I don't feel like they're gonna be a band that's gonna. Well, go.
0: I don't think Slipknot is gonna go forever. Yeah, a lot of these guys are older. Like Sean is like, what, he, sixty. He was old to begin with. He yeah, was like, he was very old to begin. Thirty with. when when the band when, started. Yeah, when everybody else was like twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That being said, I think Corey is gonna go forever to the end of his days because he does have Stone Sour yeah. and he does have like all you know his writing and his you know acoustic he's, gonna, stuff he's gonna keep and, cranking. Mm-hmm. Uh. The question is. What what happens to the, to the, like the in betweeners? Yeah, like uh, like I know James Root is in Stone Sour as well, but like what about Mick Thompson? Uh, Mick about, will probably like, be done once the metal over. What about like Chris Fenn? Uh, He's done. Sid, done. done. Um, oh, he probably do DJ sets and stuff. Nah, yeah, he has uh, the DJ Star Screen stuff. Um, Craig ain't going, ain't doing nothing. Yeah, you know, killers are quiet type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, you you just got a lot of guys to to kind of worry about.
1: Yeah, All I don't want to say worry about. I think they'll be fine because I know like Clown Out, he does producing he does music videos he does painting as well yeah painting as well uh photography and stuff like that so i think he'll be fine um i think mick will be done he's just kind of he strikes always struck me as the type of guy who's just like i don't even want to deal with people now so once i don't have to yoak i'm overweight yeah uh chris will probably be another band i imagine like nothing that would get big probably like a drummer and something i imagine Um, whoever
0: their drummer is now
1: yeah (laughs) yeah well he's jay weinberg he's actually pretty good but um yeah, I mean, uh, the the base, the their new bases is in other bands and stuff. I actually I'm quite fond of those masks, those those two have those masks. I like those. I actually like them probably more than any of the prior, prior ones. Yeah. So, um but yeah, I mean, I just thought it was interesting like I said, I feel like after every album, we always have that question mark if they're ever going to come back.
0: Uh because well, they, they they take their time. They yeah. really do. Cause yeah. Most bands are on like a 2-year cycle. Mm-hmm. I feel like Slipknot is like 3 or 4 and, you know, something like longer. Do what mm-hmm. you got to do, but
1: yeah but especially with like uh you know with paul dying and you know um what's his name jordy uh joey leading the band and stuff like that but well
0: just, well there's there's sides to that story but yeah yeah um yeah no that's interesting they're they're claiming that this album is going to be the heaviest thing they've done since iowa and um well i think we had this discussion but i don't want it to be heavy for heavy's sake i want it to be heavy for You know good music for reasons yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. so because you can crank out heavy music by all means there's deathcore bands out there that like uh you know you know yeah i know yeah all right slipknot so expect new album new mass 2019 yes sir so
1: this thing right here this is a project that my buddy started and he's got music released he's got an ep it's called a new beginning the band is called still world it is by my buddy who is dan from shoot the messenger yeah uh dude this shit is good uh so dan was always kind of the heavier proponent of shoot the messenger um at first he was kind of like a day to remember fan right we talked about that and uh recently he's gotten to the heavier stuff and this new project is extremely well done he produces the stuff as well he produces all the stuff in in in-house all the work is done in-house and uh man I'm proud of the kid, man. This 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 EP that he came out with is very very good. So is it just him or is it a completely new it's, ensemble? It's, it's, it's a it's four piece, five piece. Uh sorry if I'm missing somebody, but I believe it's a four or five piece. Uh yeah, man, the, the work is good. It's good stuff. Uh the standout tracks, let me pull up the track list. The Dark Days, which is I believe the single they had off of it. Uh oh, sorry, let me pull up the other one. As Above as Below, I believe is the second song. Let me make sure of that, verify that so I'm not just giving you guys wrong information. Yeah, As Above so Below. Very very good man uh, the the it's funny to see where he came from to where he is now uh, the pr- production is crisp, it's clean um, a little digital that's the only complaint I have uh but I can't expect it.
0: Hey, man, he's doing much more than what we are.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to knock him for it.
0: That area just seems to crank out musicians, huh? Because he had, like, Knuckle Puck and uh, Real, Real friends. friends come out of there and, mm-hmm. you know, Shoot the Messenger, obviously. And I, 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 I believe Arkham's, like, from the area, too, right? No,
1: I thought they were more outside of the city I thought no, were they they're not even around anymore right
0: no I don't think they're doing things anymore well because like everybody was pregnant in Markham so yeah, well <laughs>
1: maybe not everybody
0: never mind but uh
1: yeah I, I I see that I just wanted to give my buddy a shout out because man he did a great job and um, I think he's this project's gonna do good things good copy maybe not you know national tours and stuff like that but I think they're gonna have a, a solid name and have a be like a mainstay in the local scene hopefully got beyond that Um, but you know, realistically, I don't know.
0: Very cool. Let's get a harm's way sworn in in a still world tour. Uh, world S- uh,
1: sleep, uh, Speaking with Ghost, put them on there as well. Oh, I totally forgot about our Oh, famous. Who's, all, who's like for a band that's broken up or not doing stuff? They have a lot of big shows. All <laughs> famous isn't broken up. I thought they were like taking their... That was the joke. That was the oh. joke.
0: They're like, this is the last show we're ever going to play. Oh, or is okay. it? Or. And they, they're still cranking, man. And they're doing like they're big, still cranking. Big they're, they're slowing down, but they're still doing it. Yeah, love yeah, what they're yeah,
1: doing. yeah. So yeah, that's just something I wanted to talk about. I wanted to give my buddy a shout out. He did a great job and I'm proud of him.
0: Good copy. Is he having a New Year's show this year?
1: No, I I think he says he's gonna have something coming on like a show in December. He said they're gonna try to target the new show for that. I'm like, uh December's kinda of a hard time. I'll try to make it if I can, but December's crazy for me. So I, you know that. you been in the business long enough. Uh but so hopefully they got stuff coming up next year. Hopefully they have bigger shows, more shows, all that good stuff. Uh but yeah,
0: buddy. Uh, so a uh in the Soul Caliber speak, it's uh, a challenger approaches mm-hmm. when uh, you know when it's like a secret fight. Yeah. So let's talk about the secret fight. So I mentioned this album
1: band uh, and Certified Bangers a couple months ago, maybe two or three months ago. At this point, point. Uh, and outside of their name, which I I cannot stand bands who do this. Uh, victims, vic- victims, VCTMS, smaller band. Uh came out with a album called Volume 3, Halfway Happy. This is the third album. <laughs> Look at them. They're clever. Uh, they're actually from Streamwood, Streamwood, Illinois. Oh, wow. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I looked them up. Well, they're like almost neighbors. <laughs> yeah, basically. And uh, they're, they had an album that came out earlier this year. And, man, I liked it when I first heard it. That's why it ended up on the Certified Bangers, right? But, fuck. I gave it another listen through, and I know you... Gave it a little bit of a listen. I kind of want your opinion on it before I go deeper into it.
0: Um, I like a lot of the creative choices they make. Mm-hmm. Uh, the album is properly grimy, mm-hmm. but it still has a lot of like technicality in the guitar work mm-hmm. and the instrumentals. I, I really do enjoy the transitions between tracks. Yeah, it it does it almost seamlessly. Yeah, and for for most of the tracks, and I really do appreciate. It. I, I think that's like uh the a really good like cohesive element to making an album. Yeah, and that's something you know I I would do myself. I like that, and then I like the uh, the choir, the pseudo choir, the, like the backup singers that they got. I thought that was a really nice compliment to the dirty, grimy, like gravel of a fucking voice this guy got. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was good. I quite like it. Um, I, I don't, I don't really have any complaints about it, uh-huh. but uh, it's kind of in the same sense of Roseview. Nothing new, but fun. I would say they they took a lot of good creative choices, and I enjoy the music. However, I'm excited to see what these guys are gonna come up with next. Because okay. if this is a stepping stone for them, mm-hmm. then I want to see what the stride looks yeah. like. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, this, these guys are small. Like I
1: looked up Facebook, 13,000 people. Not, not a big name at all. But um, I agree with you. A lot of the, because it's very easy for songs just to end and then to go into the next song, right? Very easy for the stop to start. And I think it's kind of, you know, what's expected. This album did not do that. Um, the pieces in between are very interesting they took a lot of different elements they didn't just do straight grime you know the grimy music they had some weird hip-hop rap moments they had some weird electronica kind of vibe yeah. vibey moments to it as well um there's only i think they're only a four piece that's a lot of work for oh that's a, yeah that's a little that's a lot piece. of work for four people to do um i put them kind of in the same category as um set the stun where that's a lot of work for three people to do and if they could pull it off live, and I don't know. I haven't never seen this band live before. If they could pull it off live, it's uber impressive. Uh, I like the guitar work. It's very frantic. I like that about my like, guitar work. Yeah, it's very fast. It makes you like panic almost, right? I like that. It's very mosh pit heavy for that type of stuff. And I like it. It
0: reminds me a tad bit of like the Zombie ZP. Because like the guitar work in that. Was done specifically to get you on edge and make you feel like there's a siren or you know that you're being swarmed. Yeah, I appreciate that. It takes elements from you know the Old Testament of metalcore and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or the New Testament, I'd say.
1: Yeah, and this group is extremely talented. Um, The drummer did a great job. Guitar work, the the vocalist is extraordinary uh, for like a guy who, like you said, grew up down the street, so to speak. And um, man, I I was impressed. Um, We'll see where it falls you got an idea yet uh, right now i got it at four i actually took so a, it breaks top five i actually took away it took off harm's way i kept dispose on because Dispose was five and i took off put it off harm's way because, so it beats dispose yes as of right now gotcha like i said this the list is ever evolving and we'll get to it and
0: day. uh bleed from within is still your top
1: still so number one right now
0: uh it's I, been holding it down since march and after further review ice nine does not even make the cut yeah th- i didn't even make the cut for me initially so yeah. i'm
1: did not make the cut,
0: so um, maybe, maybe they sprinkled a little too much gimmick into that one. But. Yeah, <laughs>
1: because um, there is something to be said about doing shit like that, but it's it's the flavor of the month. You know what I mean? Once October's the over. Of the week. Yeah, once October is over, with am I still gonna want to listen to a song about Halloween? You I know, mean, I'm a hardcore fan of the series, so maybe I will. But am I gonna want to listen to songs about Nightmare on Elm Street? And probably not. You know what I mean? There's like you said, maybe a little too much gimmick there. Just a little bit too much. Maybe a more of like a vague overview of the story and a little less reference better. See, choice. this is
0: why your gimmicky band should include a goblin from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that never really goes out of style. They're turning a CKY now, fun fact. I'm like, our goblin con is turning a CKY. That's probably the
1: most perfect fit for any, <laughs> any fit that I can think of <laughs> off the top of their head. I'm not even joking. But um, So, yeah, man, these guys, I like the work. I'm going to keep listening to it to see if I could find flaws
0: because that's something I need to do. Um but right now, they did a great job. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. I think there's a lot to say about musicians that put love and care into their music. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we live in a day and age where like uh, not to sound like no no disrespect to him, but you know, you said Dan does all his work in house. Mm-hmm. If you put in the time, you know, you could learn to produce yourself. And like I said, I'm not totally like pissed on anyone here. But uh the fact is that you know we could probably find somebody to produce a metal album mm-hmm. and it's not that hard mm-hmm. but these guys sat down and they knew what they wanted mm-hmm. and they knew their art form mm-hmm. and they took care of it mm-hmm. and that's what's important
1: yeah for sure uh i love the artwork too fucking like phenomenal oh yeah the neon I, I love absolutely, it. absolutely.
0: It, it's like love very it. i don't want to call it 80s man but it's, it's like 80s meets like like 90s grunge it's man. like noir almost it's like if i if uh, uh nine inch nails yeah. Yeah. It had some, it fucked like a synth wave band or something, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, like I said, just weird things, kind of trans poppy stuff they had in yeah, there. Yeah, I
0: like the uh, the interludes and stuff. But yeah. that being said, is it time?
1: Time for what? For your certified bangers of the week? Do you uh, have any?
0: Uh, a little bit. Let, let me actually double check. Mm. I uh, oh, Well, because, you know, when we hang out with Johnny, we listen to like 80s disco music. <laughs> I, I eat that shit up. Yeah. Let me, let me just verify that I do or do not have something and I will. Oh, so we totally missed the topic. Did you listen to the Bring Me the Horizon song with Danny Filth? (laughs) No. No. Uh, The guitar riff is phenomenal. Okay. I think the riffage is really good. Okay. But a fun little story about this song. It was actually written, uh, Ollie Sykes was was helping co-write this song for Limp Biscuit. Before Limp Biscuit was like yeah, no, or like they had some beef, right? So what they did, what Bring Me The Horizon did was they took it and they're like, We could work with it and they like sprinkled some of that, you know, Ali Sykes magic on it. Please tell me that's a real thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> it, it absolutely is a real thing. I I, I I will say this. Um I'm still not pre ordering this album. Okay, yeah. But this single is much better than the last one. Much, much better. And Danny Felt doesn't do his you know stuff in it as, you know. I, I think it was a weird feature, but I, I kind of get it. They're from the same area. I, you know, you got to support your boys, but uh, same kind of vibe, I guess, you know, to an extent. <laughs> okay. But, th- but the the single is properly good. It's called uh, This Wonderful Life. I really do enjoy it. Okay. And like I said that, like you're going to hear the guitar if you're like, yeah, this is this is proper. Okay. It's like, a, like, a, like an evolution from Simp Eternal. Don't lie to me. No, it's really good. I, I, I like thoroughly enjoy it. Like listen to the guitar when you listen to the song. Mm. It's really good. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that is a 100% true story, though. <laughs>
1: Limp Biscuit.
0: Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know they had enough money to get Ali Sykes to co-write a song. But you know, For
1: me, I think, I think you underestimate how much money they probably still make. It's like Kid Rock. Like You think about Kid Rock, you're like, he probably doesn't make money anymore. And you're like, holy shit, he still makes a ton of money. How? Why? Who's allowed that? Uh, Sweet Home Alabama all summer long. Oh wow. yeah. No. Well, he does have those country hits, I guess. That is what it is. <laughs> yeah, hits, yeah. Okay. So real quick, I just wanted to uh do like a retro kind of a review, I guess. On what? Of a band. What band? Bleeding Through. Do you listen to Bleeding Through? Yes, I do. I like them. And I think as recently you can f- feel their influence on a lot of these other bands that have come up. Because they were one of those early 2000 mid 2000 kind of metalcore, deathcore-y kind of bands.
0: Leading the charge for a lot of the, the yeah. genre changes,
1: yeah. Uh, I think especially like Emotionless and White and even some wage war and stuff like that, you can feel the influence on them. And I just want to give them a quick shout-out, some love, because I've been I, I listening to The Truth and the
0: album that was like
1: super popular at the time when it came out.
0: With it's the, nice seeing a lot of these like younger bands that are, well, younger, quote-unquote, that are our age Yeah, because they grew up listening to the same shit we grew up listening to. Yeah. yeah. You hear it. You hear the roots calling back.
1: Yeah. Uh and I dig it. I've been listening to it a lot. Getting back in Savannah. Can't can't shake it. Can't shake the bug, bro. It is what it is. Hey Amen. Some
0: there's just nothing to fill that void, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, uh,
0: uh. But yeah,
1: so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So is that the week game? Is that what I have? think
0: that's the week. Make like a condom and wrap it up.
1: Whoa, we we we'd we even break an hour. That's gotta be one of the shorts yeah, I think we
0: played like two last week
1: yeah that's true
0: but yeah so you can go ahead and
1: like us on all the usual stuff and if you're a new listener thank you for checking out uh, like us and sticking with us for over the featured week uh and yeah we've had fun and hang out with us i'm you know i'm gonna do i probably won't but it's on my agenda is i want to like do like a pre-recorded outro so I can just hit the button and I don't have to do this every single time, especially since half the time it becomes like a joke and I'm like, oh, like us on Friendster. But uh, you can go ahead and like us on Facebook. Follow my eBay searches. Yeah. uh, 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 Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, Spotify. Spotify. All that good stuff where you can find podcasts. We are there. And for the meantime, if you guys want to come back with us for 93, which is my birth year, we will be here. And if not, that's cool, too. We'll catch you guys on the other, other side of the 90s because we're going through the 90s right now.
0: On the uh, uncooked side of the burger. On the other, Yeah. Whoa, yeah. Right. yeah, But we're closing it on
1: 100 for sure, for sure. We've been closing it on a- <laughs> no, I mean, not, yeah, as, as numbers go up, eventually you will close it on 100, yes. But uh, it's like seven weeks away now, which is the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to do something special. Try at least bring in kind of the like greatest hits medley of all the people we've had on the podcast previously and to this day. going to try. And uh, until then, we will see you. And if you, like I said, we don't, we won't. Fuck you guys. Until then. Deuces.